day motherfucking 428 a trash ass customer service post pandemic i'm sick of it okay i feel like that's gonna be our theme every single week trash ass customer customer service service. and here's my thing like customer service as far as whether it's good or bad includes the accuracy of the order as well right so we went from having issues to y'all just being bitches and assholes to y'all being nice and halfway nice but being too damn nice to where you can't get my fucking order right <laughs> why you being so nice you should be so happy ass smiling <laughs> and shit like that and laughing and giggling and shit meanwhile you didn't charge me 26 dollars for two soups you know what i'm saying mm. Mm. so i'm at zoop or whatever like that and, you know and of course they always ask you like oh you know you want samples with you or whatever like that i'm like oh yeah no but now i changed my mind i'm like Fuck it, let me get a sample so i get two soups I wanted the chili and then I wanted the chicken noodle. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, they end up charging me for another big chicken noodle. So I thought that the price was like a little crazy and shit like that. But I was just like, all right, or whatever. So they call my name or whatever. They like, you know, hey, such and such or whatever like that. Like, yeah, there's three soups in there. I'm like, oh shit, y'all throwing a soup in there on a love fucking child, niggas. <laughs> no, bitch. We charge you for three soups. I have a great day. I was like, yeah, no, it's supposed to be two soups in here. It's three. You charge me for the third one? She's like, oh, yeah, but you know, I can go ahead and... T-. I was like, no, 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 no. It's okay. I'm going to take the third soup. But just know, it was supposed to be two soups, and I verbatim said two soups. So was the, was the third soup a soup that you actually wanted? Yeah. They doubled one of the soups that I asked for, it, okay. and they charged me for the extra one. Because this is my thing about, like, the accuracy of it. Like, when you're in customer service... And, well, at least this is just how I operated when I was, you know what I'm saying, like, directly dealing with people and, like, food and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I would repeat their order back to them. Mm-hmm. Just, and it became such a habit for me. I just did it off of just it being normal. Right. Like, oh, such and such, such, you want a chili, and then you want a chicken noodle. Right. Then, at that point, is when you catch, like, ah, oh, no, I didn't right, want right. two. I wanted one. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I ended up just taking the soups anyway or whatever like that, but I just kind of had let it be known, like, no, baby, I asked for two soups. She was like twenty six, twenty seven dollars. <laughs> I said, "Oh, period." Hold on, no, because I'm confused. You got a drink? No, they was the bigger soups, like the big, not the. They was the cups, like I mean the bowls. I mean, so you know they got the sixteen ounce, the twenty something ounce, and then like the twenty eight ounce. Shit, like I forget how it go, but like it's the, the twenty eight. I got the bigger ones. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was about to say because what what planet is we living on? It's two, three, three soups. It's damn near thirty dollars. Yes, exactly. Well, it was that third soup on there. And I was like, oh, okay. Because when they first told me the price, I was, I was like, oh, they didn't update prices on my damn ass. That's yeah. what I would originally thought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because that was a fucking lot. How long did, did how long does a, some soup like that last? Sure. But that's what I'm saying, though. That's what I thought they was kind of trying to be on their gourmet shit. But yeah, bad customer service again. So get your shit together. Okay. Please and thank you. Because I had bad customer service too. Again? I, well, you you were you were there. Oh but yeah. I didn't say it here when I um went to motherfucking uh Dollar Tree getting my um candle glasses, which is kind of traumatic. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, getting glasses for my candles had about ten glasses, and you know if anybody is familiar with buying glass, which uh, most or a lot of people are, or you know you work in some type of um, retail industry or some type of industry where you would wrap glass, I mean, where you package glass, you know, you have to wrap that shit. This bitch put five glasses in one thin ass Dollar Tree bag Loose with no hell. wrapping. Like, 
And so I, I watched her. I waited for her to put the fourth glass in there because I'm like, uh-uh, she going to do something. She going she gonna to make something shake. Because sometimes people be creative. They put some paper. They put they layer paper or they like web the paper through the mm-hmm. shit where they're not wrapping it, but they protecting everything. Yeah. No, she was about to bag that shit and hand it to me. These beer ass glasses. And when I when I inquired about it, she said, Oh, we don't wrap glasses no more. The fuck you don't. So what the fuck do you do? What do you do if you don't wrap them? What's the alternative? Because that's like that's basically telling me. Pretty much, that's like telling me, oh, we don't p- put people shit in bags no more. You got to get it how you live. Some Aldi shit. Yeah, like <laughs> out of nowhere, bitch. What you mean you're not going to wrap my motherfucking glasses? Hello? You can't You can't do that. It, this is glass. It will break. Okay. And she already had an attitude with me. Like You wrap that shit. You don't block that shit. Stop playing with me. Bitch, we don't do that. And then she tried to this. I don't think I told you this part. She tried to take another customer behind me on some shit like this gonna take all day. Like, sir, you just got one or two items, bitch. You like what about me? This ain't, <laughs> this ain't that type of store where you can just be like, all right, you got one or two, I'll take you first. Yeah, no, they line not even built like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Luckily for her, that the man was like, oh no, I'm good because I was about. To, what the fuck? Cause if he would have stepped his ass up to put his shit on the counter, we gotta get. I gotta get in your ass too. You get your punk ass back behind me in this motherfucking line right now, motherfucker. Till she done with me, nigga. He 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 knew the vibes. He was like, oh no, go ahead, take your time. Yeah, because you you was gonna be a bitch, and so was your aunt. If okay. You jumped on board with her, bitch. You don't take nobody in front of me because you feel like this order gonna be shorter. Right. It's like you don't do that shit in the grocery store, bitch. Right. This ain't that type of line. Yeah. That bitch is wilding. <laughs> <laughs> and they try to set my money on the counter. I'm like, oh, okay. You funny ass bitch. Yeah. Report that hoe. Yeah. But yeah, customer service be trash as fuck these days. And it's just. Big trash. It's becoming a reoccurring theme here at the Delicate Dominance Podcast. <laughs> Episode 81. The, okay, the T.O. joint. Okay. The, the Terrell Owens episode. Okay, shut up, the big Terrell. That's my quarterback. <laughs> um, it's Auto. And Queen D. And we are back. Pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. And we back and we sipping tea. And yeah. we don't mean that shit like we about to put, report on celebrity gossip. We just really mean that we <laughs> sipping tea. It's tasty too. Mm. Tea, lemon, tea. classy cups. Yeah, yep, got our cute little tea cups mm. with our saucers. And... Give me a little uh, ting. Yep. Yeah, that was Thank cute. Yes. Yep. yes. Got our get out spoons and <laughs> <laughs> clicking them bitches together. Um, yeah, girl. So I'm going to just go ahead and start this thing off mm-hmm. with going with my week because I know yours has to go uphill from where mine <laughs> Um. So, guys, how's my week? Um, It was, I guess the actual week part was pretty good. But when it got to the weekend, that's when shit kind of got a little rocky. Shit went left. Uh, so, I had an event and some of you guys that... um. 
Did I post it on the Delicate Anonymous podcast page? Maybe I didn't. But some of you guys might have seen it. I promoted it on Instagram, on my Facebook, if you're familiar. I was promoting this event. I was so excited about it. They had uh, like 420-themed uh, treats was the person that was throwing it, and the girl was doing a lot of promo. And, you know, I hope the event did really, really well. It, um, I was just really excited to go. I was, mm-hmm. this was the most exciting event that I was excited about in a while. You know what I'm saying? I just knew this was going to be big. I had did some specialty shit mm-hmm. for the event, you know? So I was really excited to go. So on my way, well, not on my way, but getting ready for this exciting event that was about to happen. Um, I'll skip the details, but I damn near cut my thumb off. Oh my goodness. Like, like my thumb was hanging on like on some real shit and um holding on sorry and so you know i i don't know if you know me but you probably get the theme of this through the podcast i'm a tough cookie you know what i'm saying so i was gonna just bandage that shit up and keep going and try to keep going but after three minutes after i probably spilled a pint of blood out i was like damn i ain't going nowhere but to the spittle Mm. (laughs) so I did not make that event, y'all. Um, however, they were able to save my thumb. Um, I just got some stitches in it, and you know, but I couldn't. I couldn't make the event, so that it really made me mad. And um, long as I'm gonna be okay, I'm a, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Long, I don't want. I don't want to have any. They said I didn't hit any tendons or anything like that, so I shouldn't be. It shouldn't be any long term damage. But I'm just really scared. You know what I'm saying? I never got any stitches or anything like that. And then the way my shit was sliced the fuck open, like, I just really could not believe that I fucking did that to myself. Mm -hmm. So that has thrown my entire week off. (laughs) Um, It fucked up my whole weekend through my entire week off. So this week, I'm just going to really try to focus on getting my energy together and grinding and you know what I'm saying God, I gotta make up for the shit that I missed because like I said I did put a lot into this event for it not to go down so I'm gonna just really have to do do a lot of energy work to just get my spirit back to where it should be and you know what I'm saying do some I don't know thanking God and you know stuff like that because I guess it could have been worse I could have I could have took this bitch all the way to fuck off right. you know and um because now I see I, I underestimated how fucking this song sounds so dumb, but maybe if somebody else hear it, maybe y'all won't do it. I underestimated how sharp glass is. Oof. Like, glass is sharp as fuck, because that shit sliced my fucking skin like like warm butter. Mm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, um, you know, get on my grind and, you know, start putting the pieces back together, but that shit did throw me off. And I was just talking about, it's ironic, it's funny because me and my sister was just watching this new Sada Baby uh, video. It was called Carlton, y'all. Go check it out. Um, You know, we, well, I, me too, kind of. I'm Sada Baby, an avid Sada Baby fan here. The song is called Carlton, and he sampled the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air (laughs) beat. The shit is cold as fuck. But um, we was talking about him because he just came out with, like, two new videos, like, maybe, like, a month ago. And, you know, we, we finally got the answer to Fingergate. You remember what happened about, to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't get the... I heard it through the grapevine. 
that he got robbed. Mm -hmm. I heard that he got robbed, but that's how the, you know. But he, we've been looking at his can being all wrapped up for like the past year or so. Yeah. And, you know, it, you never knew what happened, but now we see that he was, because now he's showing it. He's showing his hand. I think it's his left hand. I think it's his left hand. He's showing his hand sans index finger. Mm. It's like it's like half an index finger. Mm. So we was just talking about that. I mean, not laughing at it, but we just like, damn, that nigga's finger is really missing. And then just to have my shit wrapped up similar to mm -hmm. how his shit was wrapped up is just kind of weird, you know? Yeah. But Get you one of them cold-ass bandanas that he had on there with a bitch and wrap it around it. <laughs> Change it each right. day with your outfit. Yeah, he mm -hmm. was wrapping them bandanas around there crazy as hell. Yep. Chain it with y'all face. Right. A little sauce on there. Do it like it's my day. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so that was my sad ass week, y'all. Oh. Um, I do still have all of my fingers, so that's good. And yeah. you know, I'm just gonna just stay positive and hope it goes up from here. Yeah. What about um yours? I'm hoping that you can say it was just a <laughs> well, I'm glad you were right. You know, when you had uh, initially sent me the picture and everything or whatever that I'm like, oh my goodness, again. And colorful ass pants and shit. You just look like a um, just like a five year old kid and shit like that. They had failed on the playground. And I'm like, look at my baby. <laughs> For real. I'm a, I'm sitting Indian style and shit. For real. I'm like, I just wanted to hold her. <laughs> I just wanted to hold you. <laughs> no, my um, some um, so my boyfriend was there with me, and he had sent um sent a picture to his daughter, basically like, oh look, you know what I'm saying? Look what happened or whatever. She like, oh, oh, cute leggings though. <laughs> she didn't even say oh. She was like, them leggings cute. <laughs> no, yeah, I see the figure and shit like that. But what about the leggings? Right. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, you um you called and checked up on me immediately and offered your you know services and we plan on using. Yeah, it still stands, of course. Mm -hmm. You can always invoke your best friend card whenever you need to throw that bitch down like a draw for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you already know I got you back. But yeah, I'm definitely glad you're okay. You know, that shit is very, at the end of the day, it is scary. I mean, of course, you know, we have to laugh at our pain sometimes because, mm -hmm. you know, it is a silly situation and shit like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, it could have been worse. So just glad you're good and everything and hope this was a lesson for you. <laughs> To stop banging yourself the fuck up, okay? <laughs> I've been fucking myself up all year. This year, yeah. This year has been so rough for me. With a banging ass year for you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> You're bleeding. banged. But, yeah. i like, let that be a lesson to you. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I, um, you know, I just kind of hit the town and everything. I had a much-needed weekend off because um, I usually work every single weekend. Um, I have the job and everything, but... You know, just at random, sometimes I will just take weekends off mm -hmm. just to, you know, give myself a break mental and everything. Health. Hmm. Mental health weekend. Right, basically. We call that that, yes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we like self-care and everything where I do something that I want to do, whatever, as far as myself, maintenance, X, Y, and Z. And, you know, this particular weekend, you know, me and my homegirl decided to hit the town, you know. Paint that B read. Mm-hmm. So we ended up going downtown or whatever, went to um, the belt and then the skip. Um, and a little club called Deluxe Flux, which I, she had been to, but I was unfamiliar with, you know, very cool mixed crowd. You know what I'm saying? It was the whites, the blacks, the mixed, the Asians, the Indians and shit. Everybody just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they got like, you know, they had like a little mix in there. Of course they was playing like rap and shit like that, but they was playing like house music too. So it was a good little mix, good mixed crowd, good mixed songs, playlists and everything like that. So it was 
you know, a cool ass time, you know. But you know, more and more the night went on and everything like that, and we start going different more places. You know, we got a little bit more hooder and shit. So you mm-hmm. know, we start, you know, seeing a little bit more familiarship. But just in general, even like the places that are normally predominantly black had mixed crowds as well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if downtown, you know, what I'm saying, is back on the full gentrification shit because you know it was getting a little rough down there. But it was very nice. I had a very 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 good time. I really That's did. Good. And, um, I ended up speaking with uh, a couple of like different people and everything like that. And I don't know, it was just very, I don't know, it was given real women's empowerment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just given that. Cause just because like, when you see somebody, even if you don't know them, if it's something that you see them going through and you can offer any services, offer that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or if you see somebody and they, you know, look nice and everything like that and you're thinking it or whatever, tell them they look nice, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, it was just one uh, girl in there or whatever, gorgeous. I'm talking about beautiful, chocolatey, melanated-ass skin. She had, like, a cute shortcut and it was, like, blonde and everything. And she had, like, these little, I, I don't know, it, it was, like, the way that she, like, did her clothes and everything. It just kind of looked, it was giving, like, model-esque kind of look or whatever. And she's in a cute little shape and everything like that. So, like, me and my homegirl just had to tell her, like, look, girl, you are just beautiful. You're gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we did our little thing, whatever like that, you know, and then she had like a white girl with her that was she was saying, she was like, oh my God, this is my sister. Like, yes, I know, she's she beautiful, this is my sister, oh my God. And, you know, which is cool or whatever like that, I get it, that was your sister, but we trying to uplift this black queen right now. You go ahead and fall, fall back a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit, you know what I'm saying? That's cool, yeah. So, for some, we, I ended up going to the bathroom, whatever like that, I come out the bathroom, she had to sing crying. You know, what the fuck? The black girl? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what was going on, if they was just drunk and emotional or what happened, but you know, we just kind of like, you're all right, but that, you know, that wasn't really the vibe we was on or whatever. I'm like, all right, her sister got her, but <laughs> hope she okay. You know what I'm saying? Know, it was just kind of weird. Oh, damn. Y'all never found out? Because I think it was some personal shit going on, so I didn't want to really pry. Because mm. she was, the, the, the white girl was just in there in a frenzy. She was just super dramatic. And, and I know, and I know it was this, and I know it was the, you know what I'm saying? So I think mm. it was like some personal shit that they had going. So I didn't want to just be all up in the business and shit. But, you know, mm. the, the um, guy that they was with or whatever like that, when they came out the bathroom, she was like, your ass crying again. Okay, come on, you you all right. Let's bring your ass. You know what I'm saying? So I think she just was being dramatic. just mm, Drunk and dramatic. Yeah. Right yeah. And I think they just, they're used to her being that way. You know? uh-huh. And then, also at the bathroom, I don't know why the fuck it was just so much action at the bathroom at the second club that we went to, but um, I see these other two chicks coming out the bathroom or whatever like that. You know, it was cute. Bad bitches or whatever. Bad bitches alert. Mm-hmm. So one of them is walking or whatever like that, coming out and like you know it's like a whole hallway before you get to the actual club part or whatever, right? Because this is where it's at the well. Okay, yeah. So you know, uh, her and her friend is walking or whatever like that. I didn't say anything or whatever. I just came up behind her or whatever, kind of like touched her or whatever. Because uh-huh. I looked down and she had a long ass piece of tissue hanging on the back of her heel. <laughs> so this piece of tissue was long as shit. So. I didn't say anything or whatever. Her and her friend is walking or whatever like that. I just politely, like, turn around. I just politely come up or whatever like that, grab her by her arm or whatever. And then I just, the I just stepped on the tissue or whatever and then just told her to walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Didn't say shit. And then, so her friend or whatever like that, you know, another drunk bitch or whatever. She told me, so, oh, you? Any bitch is lucky to have you in their life. You hear me? You the one. You is the fucking one, okay? I love you. You the one. I wish nothing but blessings for you. I wish nothing but the best for you, okay? You don't want you a real bitch. You a real one. 
Because bitches don't be doing shit like that. I fucks with you. They don't, though? <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I guess, depending upon your experience and, like, who you are as a person, bitches may or may not do that. Bitches may look down at you and just, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's two things that are just important to me with women's empowerment and that sort of situation. It's always one, to acknowledge it and try to help if you can. And then two, don't try to help in an embarrassing ass way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, excuse me. Ah, man, try to wait, wait, wait. First of all, get that fucking tissue off your foot, hoe. Right. Like, don't do all of that. Just, right. I just walked up to her, didn't say nothing, grabbed her arm, took the tissue off or whatever like that. And then I was like, just kind of like pushed her up a little bit or whatever. Like, okay, now walk. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? He says, oh, you a real one. You a fucking real one. Any bitches lucky to have you in their life. <laughs> I said, period. I'm like, it ain't even nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it's really not nothing. But, like, you can just tell certain times, like, when people reaction and things like that, females, a lot of the time, are either one just kind of like, fuck you and what you going through, or it's like, I don't know that bitch. I ain't doing You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or just like, hi, hi, you know what I'm saying? We're going to have a leverage to expense type thing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really like none of that shit. Right, you know. Yeah. If we can help each other, empower each other, do it. You yeah, know? Why not? Yeah. And don't do it in a bitchy, shady ass, underhanded way. You know right. what I'm saying? Do it and actually mean that shit. You know? You're right. Uh, these these soup bowls, these are the ones that was ten dollars a piece. Yeah, girl. Bitch, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> she's she's, she's on the soup bowls. These are the soup bowls. I'm like, I know these ain't the fucking soup bowls. <laughs> girl, yes, them is them, girl. Them is it. Now, them, they the biggest, I think they the biggest ones that they offer unless you get like the big jumbo one. Bitch, that's what I thought she was about to show. Mm-mm, nah, mm-mm, nope. She a bitch, I'd have had two bags. Uh, <laughs> mm-mm. Come on, Zoop, y'all. Y'all wipe his hair. Yeah, y'all twipping. Especially because the Zoop the don't be fresh. Well, see, that's the thing. See, when you go at a certain point of the day. It do be. Yeah, if you go there right when they open, no. So you had to go at like one o'clock or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they still burning the soup from, from yesterday. Night. Yep, yep. Same soup from yesterday. Yep. Damn, you would think start that shit off fresh every morning, please. But see, they don't want to take no L's. So they locking that shit down and saving that shit, putting that shit in bags, and um, going ahead and serving that shit the next day. So I can always tell when it be sitting because you know it get all crusty in the corner. On top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be uh, a hue darker than. Mm-hmm. Than the red. Yep. You already know, so. But yeah, so we had a good weekend, and That's I just want to, you know, just say, just uplift each other, love on yeah. each other, and just do something positive for a woman. Exactly, you know, a woman that you don't know this week, and it feel good. It feel good to put that energy out in the air, you know. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like getting compliments from women. Yeah, and giving them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Definitely same. Yeah. I'm like, I like talking. Yeah. <laughs> I had uh, one woman uh, when I was leaving out the apartment and everything like that. You know, I have, I have like a little cropped uh, like hoodie and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like uh, walking past or whatever like that. And uh, she had her daughter with her. So I'm like, oh, she's so cute and everything like that. You know, little girl's cute and polite. She's like, oh, thank you and stuff like that. So she getting in her car. We were putting her daughter in the car. She was like, hmm. Your waist fades real pretty, and you smell amazing. <laughs> I'm like, Damn. Oh. <laughs> it's like, well, thank you, you, ma'am. Smell amazing. Well, thank you, ma'am. She's like, and you got great skin. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it just feel good to give compliments and get them. You know, we like to joke around and shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, you like me, huh? But right, you know, it's yeah. just really, really women's empowerment and just not being afraid to do that sort of shit. Right. Yeah. Even if you don't know the person, it don't take nothing away from you. Yeah, you should damn sure be lift, uplifting those around you. But you can. 
give a little something something to a stranger why not i was having a um a conversation with with bay recently we just we was talking about how uh you would have an effect on somebody you know what I'm saying? And they remember that shit years later and mm-hmm. it really means something to to them and you won't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, it won't be nothing to you. You know what I'm saying? But that person, you know, will really be like, no, you taught me this or I learned this from you or I never was able to forget when I see you <coughs> dot, dot, dot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that be, you know what I'm saying? You'd be like, damn, that was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I remember it, but it, I remember it now that you say it, but I didn't think it was... I didn't think I was doing shit to inspire you or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I love uh, moments like that. Yeah. Um, I had somebody tell me before, um, uh, somebody that I used to work with. I don't know if I said this on here before. I probably, I might have because when she said it, it made me feel so good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she was like, you know, I just felt like, when I was hanging around, when I was hanging around with you, I had when I was hanging out with you, that I had to like hold myself to to a certain standard, you know. Mm-hmm. She was like, "It's certain shit that you know what I'm saying that I just felt like I had to have my shit together to you know what I'm saying yeah. to hang around you." I'm like, "You did? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I I mean that." I never would have thought that, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, she was the truth. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, bitch, I'm trying to be like you. you okay. Know what I'm saying? She Try was, to get like you, baby. Yeah, because okay. she was she was just a, a sweet ass. I think I did say that on here because I was saying she was a sweet ass person. And you know, whenever, whenever somebody needed help, this I worked with her in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So whenever some somebody needed help, she would break her back to help them, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, shit, I wish I could, you know what I'm saying, be as uh helpful to people as you are you know what i'm saying mm. and you telling me something some way that i was acting made you want to you know what i'm saying carry yourself a certain way shit i thought i was good at <laughs> <laughs> but no i understood what she's saying and i felt really good that i could bring some type of good or you know what i'm saying some type of value or something you know what i'm saying where you felt that i added some type of benefit to your life mm-hmm. and i would have never ever thought that you know yeah. i would have never thought that i was anybody enough to influence you shit because you was influencing me mm. that's dope though yeah. definitely that shit will definitely stick with you and it it also just give you something that'll have you set in your own standard you know what i'm saying right. like it's a person in this world that think this highly of me right let me do my best to live up to that right you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, especially somebody like younger than you too. That's another thing. Yeah. Like if somebody that you know what I'm saying is a little younger than you and and they make you feel like uh, damn near like a mentee or like just mm-hmm. somebody that you know what I'm saying they could even halfway kind of emulate or be like and stuff like that. You know that's that that's a really good feeling and that's really dope because I you know what I'm saying had people in my life that I felt like that like damn you know I really fuck with their vibe, they movement, the way mm-hmm. they present themselves. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm I'm. For me, so I'm used to little kids looking up to me, and I'm not even talking about for my little sister. But you know, I was in that program, that math camp. Mm-hmm. So when I got to us, we they had it set up so we looked up to the older high school kids mm-hmm. and the college kids, and then you you went through the program. So then I got to being one of the high school to college kids. So I had young kids looking up to me, you mm-hmm. know. And in the end, I'm not gonna discuss it here because it's a whole big ass 
top to be blown off. But it was some some different shit that might not have been should have been going on in that in that thing in that uh camp. But from what everything that I got out of it was just super positive. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Everything that I didn't get no negativity from. Everything I got out of it was super positive, and you know. It just was, you know what I'm saying? It was just yeah. positive. It was very fulfilling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. Mm, that's kind of close to our topic. But before we get to there, let's um let's talk about um uh, verses. Yeah. So we didn't get we didn't get a chance to discuss verses last week. Um it was kind of fresh. Yeah. Um, with um Fat Joe and Ja Rule and everything, and you know I kind of popped in and saw a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Um, congratulations to Ja Rule because it was a clear consensus that he kind of had his foot on Fat Joe neck. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So definitely. But I do want to say this though: what y'all gonna stop doing is playing around with these fucking artists that y'all think quote unquote lost battles or quote unquote fell off or got they quote unquote career ended and shit like that. Because no matter what the fuck you say. And think about Ja Rule. Oh, Ja Rule had them fucking hits. And, and y'all not gonna get it. Okay? And, and y'all not gonna sit up there and play the jaw like that. And that is it is crazy and it's kind of fucked up because you you remember you, you used to always joke around with the we ready uh-huh. and nobody said anything, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And really I would have well, I didn't I didn't know how this versus was gonna go because I just thought I'm like, damn, these are some B and C ass. <laughs> artists pseudo you know? celebrities and shit yeah like, <laughs> these, some, these some local celebrities as hell but you know ja Rule really proved that proved itself like you know what i'm saying yeah y'all got 50 cent thinking that blah 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 but nigga i'm i'm the shit i've been the shit you know what i'm saying and the thing is that a lot of that shit is not necessarily not true you know what i'm saying like 50 cent had a big hand and fucking his career up it was a lot of shit that happened or whatever like that but as far as Taken away from what he did, why he was high, that'd be the thing that'd be like, you know, oh, and y'all, he still was a good ass artist. Exactly. Besides 50 Cent. Exactly. And, and, and Fire career. Festival and all that shit. <laughs> it might could be argued. Well, okay, so you saying you seen some of the verses. Do you think that if you if 50 Cent and Ja Rule battle, who will win? It, it would be it would be like a locks and dipset sort of thing because i think ja rule got more of the commercial hits mm-hmm. but if 50 cent placed his shit the way the locks did mm-hmm. it is not that he would be unbeatable against yeah. ja rule you know what i'm saying so they have to be placement and shit like that and that's the, and that's another thing with like fat joe you know what i'm saying i think that his placement may have not been the best on top of not having enough commercial hits that's gonna hit no matter what you play you know what i'm yeah. saying because i did see that nigga like going back and forth and shit like that to dj like oh, he did that all right, scratch that up, bitch. We're going to hit him with that. You see Ja Rule doing mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're going to hit him with that there instead. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I think it was a little bit more of the hits also with the calculated, you know, moves and shit as far as what we're going to play next, what's going to go up against what, you know, and then bringing out, you know, artists and shit like that. You had Vita, Lil Mo, Ashanti, you know, Fat Joe brought out Remy and, you know what I'm saying, uh, Cool and Dre and shit, so. And Fat Joe caught them bitches. Crack, crack cars, girl. Then had to go and apologize and shit like that. And then I get Remy going, you know what I'm saying? Stick up. She gonna stick beside her brother, okay? Mm-hmm. But just, just, just don't even get involved, Remy. Just don't even say nothing. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, that nigga was wrong as shit. He was wrong. This is supposed to be friendly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and at first I was thinking, I'm like, damn, is that a dark skin thing? But not 
no, because Remy dark skin. You know what I'm saying? It's what a dark skin thing. With him saying calling them crack whores, like because just because little little Mo and Vita are br- darker skin. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm, and he's Puerto Rican or whatever. I'm like, I hope that wasn't a dark skin thing, but I don't think it was a dark skin thing. I think it was just a very poor taste. Joke. You think it was? I mean, listen, I, I'm not gonna say it was, but we can get in the massage in the war and a whole nother time, hunty. Okay, we could get into that. That'll be a whole nother conversation because a lot of shit that happened, especially a lot of shit that's been happening lately, is very color based. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's just it, it's not really being talked about as much as it should. But maybe that'd be a whole that that's a whole two hour podcast with, within itself. But with Remy Ma being of the same hue that other girls he was talking about. I don't think that certain shit that's said and certain feelings are felt. I don't think that it's necessarily not a thing because somebody in your circle possesses that. Like, you know how racist motherfuckers say, I have a black friend. You know what I'm saying? That don't mean that you're any less of a racist prick. It's just you love that person off the strength of them. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you hadn't known them, they'd just be a regular nigger off the street. Mm-hmm. Just like how you view the other niggers that you come in contact with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, that's a whole nother topic, whole nother conversation, you know, all of that shit that, man, that, baby, whole nother topic. Okay, mm-hmm. honey. And then I think it's just kind of like the perception of it, too, as far as what can be said and what is acceptable, you know what I'm saying? And what certain people get away with, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because of what they look like and shit that they possess, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, I never really thought. Well, I never really thought Ja Rule stood a chance, but I've never really thought Fat Joe stood a chance. Yeah. And I'm saying this is what Fat Joe did, or that it's I'm saying that like loosely based on Fat Joe and what yeah. happened, but it, it, you know, but yeah. yeah, I never really thought Fat Joe, and I don't really, I'm not super fond of Fat Joe, you know, as a person. Yeah, like every time I see him on the, him on the interview, he always running his motherfucking mouth. He talking too damn much, mm. talking over people. I don't feel like he can produce a hit without a bunch of without it being a posse cut, mm. or at least Remy being on it. Mm-hmm. What song do Fat Joe got by itself? Mm. I'm waiting. I can't think of none right offhand. I think the answer is none. The answer is no, <laughs> no, no. He he might have one song that he got by itself, but like nothing that I could just that just stand it, out. It wasn't to me a right hit now. though. The hits you could think of, Make It Rain, Lil Wayne, Lean Back, Remy Ma, All the Way Up, Remy Ma. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the book stops. But, um, yeah, not a lot. I just, I'm just not very fond of Fat Joe. And he did come into this very cocky, though. He did. Like he had it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he didn't have it, that medium sized Joe. <laughs> Then you got a little bit of that Beijing, lost a couple pounds and shit. He feeling like that nigga, okay? You really feeling like Puerto Rican pop? But I just, I do really love the way the versus shit is kind of unpredictable. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. think you know who's going to pull it out, but no, it really, it ain't about who got the most hits. It's about, it's about performance. And, Placement. Yeah. All yeah. of that shit. Yeah. And so many components to it, just opposed to having a hit song. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, all in all, you know, from what I did see, the Battle Good Show. Congratulations to Big Jaw. Can you, before we move on, can you tell me what reason Nelly had for being there? 
Why? I, I don't know. Just, Why? Because Fat Joe was not featured as a writer, producer, artist, or nothing on that song. I think he was just trying to be messy. I guess he just wanted to go over there and hook a shot to you. I don't know. No, I think Fat Joe was trying to be messy. Like, I'm going to bring him here. Nelly here. Nelly and Jerome ain't had no beef, but I'm talking about because of the shanty. Oh, mm. Nelly old thirst bucket ass. He probably decided he probably asked to come. Okay, <laughs> because like, he made a beeline for that hug, honey. I know she like okay. And Shanti got a whole boyfriend. Come to find out, I didn't know she had a nigga. Mm-hmm. She had a whole ass boyfriend, and let it be known, like, right. I'm already take it, like didn't take it. I know her boyfriend probably living. Oh, that nigga gonna oh straight up for real. Went for the handshake, got a hug. <laughs> Kid ass nigga, but yeah, yeah. Let's discuss a little bit about missing people, cause I, I ain't really liking this. I miss you. For oh, real. Not that kind of miss. Yeah, no, no, no. Missing, as in MIA, mm-hmm. as in not around. Mm-hmm. Um, like a week or two ago, it was reported that. Kelly Price yeah, yeah. was missing. So, you know, anytime somebody says somebody missing, you're like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you just, your, your brain just automatically takes you to the worst. Yeah, a dark place. So, you know, when they're reporting that or whatever like that, you know, I'm just reading and shit like that. I'm like, okay, well, missing, y'all better come up with her. You know what I'm saying? Somebody better fucking find her now. Y'all better find Mr. Big's goddaughter. <laughs> you hear me? Find her. <laughs> So then, you know, in the following like days and everything like that, just all these weird reports and shit, the attorney, you know, came out and said, oh, no, 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 Kelly Price is safe and everything like that. She's good. She's still just recovering, you know, from COVID and everything like that. But then her sister, and I use, you know, the term sister loosely because I don't know who the fuck this is, and I, I'm not fully verified it was her sister, mm-hmm. calls a radio station, you know, and they posted it saying like, well, no, they're saying she's fine, but we ain't heard from her in months and that's not like her. So I don't know how the validity of that as far as it being her sister. I don't know how credible that is, but supposedly somebody that said it was her sister. But she didn't want to talk to you. Exactly. She's not missing. She don't want to fucking talk to she, y'all. She said she don't want to be fucked with. Huh? Like, that's what that sound like. That don't sound like, you know what I'm saying? She been missing. She been missing. Just sound like, I don't want to be fucked with. I don't want to be bothered. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I just, I just when they when they said that she, she was missing, I don't know why. I just, I'm like, I'm just not worried about Kelly Price missing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I don't feel like somebody like hog-tied. I don't know how to hog-tie people. <laughs> <laughs> I would just was not worried about all of this Kelly missing. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to turn up. And she's going to be like, do y'all have a backstory of why y'all so concerned with her missing, even though she just left the hospital? Like, But see, that's the thing, though, when... You use the term missing, I guess for me, my brain just automatically thinks like, damn, you know what I'm saying? It flashes back to the last few people as far as what the end result was of them being missing. You know what I mean? And it ain't really been good, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess that's just where my brain automatically clicked to, like, missing! Mm-hmm. And then if it's hella reports, you're getting tagged in hella shit, notifications, you trending online for being missing, and you ain't missing, generally you kind of just pop on like, hey, I ain't missing. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. If you ain't missing, right. you know? So I guess... That's just where I went automatically, you know? But then she eventually ended up posting something on Instagram, which is a little bit weird because it was just like a repost or something like that. So with the attorney saying she was okay, then the family saying she wasn't okay, 
sister, then this, then that's what I'm like, okay, at this point, Kelly Price, do a video with you with a spoon in your hand next to you with the time in the back and the date. You know what I'm saying? Calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saying, you know what I'm saying? Saying the date out of your mouth right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, on some real shit. Because it just got to be real confusing. But I think she is 100% found and safe and sound. But I don't know. That whole situation was just very weird. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Sound like some nosy ass motherfuckers if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Always. Looks like certain places just want us to be nosy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like they put the headline up there and they just, Kelly Price, missing. Right. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? And they just do shit to just cause such a stir and a panic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sensationalizing shit. Mm hmm. Very. Yeah. Sensationalizing shit. And this is random. This is random, but I've had this thought, and I had this thought probably like a few years ago when I used to stay on this street. And I heard like two or three streets up, they found this man that he had been shot mm-hmm. in his car. You know, mm-hmm. he was some type of business owner, and you know, they found him shot in the head in his car dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, it was just like, yeah, this was a random act. We're thinking this is we don't know if this is foul play, but it seems like a random act. And you know, the people got on his people out of it was like, we don't know what happened. You know, he don't have no enemies, we don't know, and th- this is just all so you know. We just can't believe this you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then so in the news is the news was kind of pushing towards this was just a random thing you know what i'm saying mm. and then so i thought about it i'm like when they say these shootings all of these people are randomly shot on the news and all of this shit so randomly or hit by a stray and or just uh in the wrong place at the wrong time all of these are not true. You, you, they don't know what the what this nigga did right. last week to somebody, and this nigga then came back and retaliated. You know, mm-hmm. or they make it seem like uh, this man just he he stepped on his shoe, so he just you don't know what happened two months ago when this nigga tell, told him when I see you again, blah blah blah. Right. You know what I'm saying for them to just if you listen to the news, you will always just think people just randomly getting killed. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You would think you can't come out the house because. Niggas just blowing niggas' heads off everywhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Where it might be to the news people or something, quote unquote, random. The nigga cousin know that, yeah, that nigga was into some shit last week or he pissed this person off or, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Not even saying it's always the person fault, but I think more, way more, it's way more likely than not that there's a reason whether it's just or unjust, or you know what I'm saying, if it's valid or not, there was some reason for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And the news just wants you to be go out and just be scared. Like this could happen to you. Because mm-hmm. this was random. And it don't be it don't be a lot of the times yeah, they, yeah, they put a little extra sauce on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But good to hear that uh Kelly Price is safe, even though I knew she was, but it's good to hear that she's Safe and intact. Yeah. Even though she was probably in no danger. <laughs> yeah. But it, uh, that's just another thing too. Like I don't want anybody that um anybody that is uh, uh you know what I'm saying missing and shit like that. You know what I'm saying. I don't ever want it to be. You know what I'm saying. Like I'm not gonna ever be the type of person to just go take it like. Like, like, if you say a motherfucker is missing and they ain't came and said shit or whatever like that, like, that's just something for me, especially with 
you know, shit that just go on now and the media and the news hiding shit and covering shit up and lying and everything like that. That's just something that's just always alert me and alarm me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a black woman, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. She missed him, but y'all better produce her. Mm-hmm. Well, her was fine. Man, she got on there, which basically talking about, you know, COVID and stuff. It was saying she flatlined at one point. Bitch, where were you? Girl, I'll have to watch the rest of the whole video to get the full, you know, synopsis of where she was. But she was, she was talking about her COVID experience and everything. So. I mean, and I can see her. Oh, they got that cup out that I love. I can <laughs> That blue and white uh, fady cup that ombre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could see her. Just being sick as hell. I don't want to talk right now. Mm-hmm. I'm about to hold on. I'm about to ask Google. <laughs> Where was Kelly Price? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if I get an answer, girl. Where was Kelly Price at? You <laughs> you said it just like that. <laughs> yeah. Where was Kelly Price? I didn't know she was a gospel singer either. Oh, look. I got the video right here. It's gonna t- take her too long to get into what the fuck she needs to say. <gasps> she went to a quiet place to recover. Okay, she went to the sunken place, period. <laughs> she went to a quiet place and she's trying to recover. She she went on a drug binge, allegedly. Oh, that's what they said? No, that's what I said. Oh. <laughs> a quiet place, yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, that just sounds kind of normal to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they thought she was dead somewhere from COVID. But I don't know. Just very weird. Mm-hmm. I hope she ain't about to drop no album and that was like a stunner. Oh, right. It's a plot twist, right? Yeah. But we're glad that she was found safe. Um, Kelly Price. Let's talk about another Kelly's Price. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the price. Paying, paying Kelly's Price. Okay. Today, we found out that our Kelly was found guilty of racketeering and. Sex trafficking charges. Doom, doom. <laughs> okay. Bum, bum, bum. Now, how you feel about that? Him being found guilty. Trying to charge me, but I'm not guilty. But he was trying to speak that shit in existence. Uh, uh-uh, uh, just didn't work. You can't manifest uh-uh. that. <laughs> Sorry, that's just not how life works. But yeah, I was saying this earlier. I feel like he should have brought had some charges brought up against him but i'm just i'm confused about this and you know i don't you know have a you know law degree in twitter university but i'm just trying to understand the racketeering and the kidnapping part of it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean so like when i'm thinking of like kidnapping i'm thinking under duress against their will when i'm thinking of racketeering i'm thinking of organized crime organized gang shit you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying with money and groups and a large ass amount of people coming together to do illegal shit together as an organized entity. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? So with this, he the only motherfucker going down. I'm just trying to figure out. He, he just on his solo tip. Mm-hmm. And the whole kidnapping part, you know, I guess you were saying earlier that because he was moving from state to state with the touring and everything like that and, you know, the moving around and everything, that kind of has something to do with it. But I'm just thrown off at the actual charges that they putting him down for, I guess. Well, maybe I'm thinking maybe the kidnapping charge was maybe... Maybe he 
maybe he had one of the girls with him and the parent did wasn't aware of exactly where they were or something okay let me look up the let me look up the definition of kidnapping the act of abducting someone and holding them captive okay that's not a good definition okay in criminal law kidnapping is the unlawful transportation exportation and confinement of a person against their will and that's just kind of how i always looked at it you know The aspiration and abduction element is typically, but not necessarily conducted by means of force or fear. Yeah, it makes me think about, have you ever seen Enough with Jennifer Lopez? Mm -hmm. So remember when her husband, you know what I'm saying, he was crazy as fuck or whatever like that, mm -hmm. beating her ass and all this other shit. And she, you know, they had a kid together and she was trying to get the fuck away from him. You know, she had changed her number, moved and shit like that. And, you know, when he was talking to his homie, you know, in the police department and everything, he was trying to bring her up on kidnapping charges or like, is it this kidnapping or whatever like that? Mm -hmm. And he kind of just told him like, okay, if somebody abducts the child, that's kidnapping. If the parent takes the child, that's parenting. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So we can't necessarily bring her up on kidnapping charges in this particular case. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what else we can do. Mm -hmm. You know? So that's just kind of like what I was thinking about it because I'm... Well, he wasn't a parent. No, no, I know he wasn't a parent, but I was saying like on some... Was it ever a point to where he like scoop them bitches up, come with me type shit, or like, where where did the kidnapping part come into play? I at? think the kidnapping part like, was he just bound and gagged. Because <laughs> he took them across state lines and he didn't have a parent's permission and they weren't old enough. You okay. know what I mean? I think maybe that's where that came into play. They, they that's what it said, the, the transportation of a child, you know what I'm saying? I, and I, maybe the parent of some of the, some of the young chicks you know, that didn't have parents or parents didn't give a fuck, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Didn't know where they was at, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So maybe they could be like, well, technically this, she, she was not, you didn't have permission from the parent. You know, I'm thinking yeah. it's something like that. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. But yeah, um, I don't know, the, I, I can understand the, the Rico, I get the Rico, but only problem with me with the Rico is that ain't nobody else going down on the Rico but him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? So, it's just crazy. Everybody else just get to go kind of free. And they was, uh, I say some somebody saying basically they want to focus all the attention on R. Kelly just to, so they know they're going to get that conviction, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. as, uh, as opposed to having to break down all of the um, cases at the, at the and, same and time. And decide if they was innocent or guilty of that person, you know what I'm saying? It's going to, I guess, kind of convolute their case against R. Kelly. So do you think that later on other people we brought up on charges? Maybe not that specific case because that case was in New York. So maybe not that case because he got at least two different cases. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they split them, but one in New York and that's oh he's gonna have one coming up in Illinois. Illinois, the one he got coming up in Illinois is where it's gonna be Milton. <laughs> <laughs> and my other man's going up with him. They gonna be charged. They trying to charge them niggas too, but. It's so many more people than them too, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just by like, do these people have immunity or something? You know what I'm saying? By them testifying, there, and that's why a lot of a lot of people that testify, they have to go with, no, I did not know, I had no clue at all. Mm -hmm. They have to say that because if they don't, they going the fuck down. Now, did they say how long 
he was supposed to get? Mm-mm, his sentencing. I don't, his sentencing didn't pay him yet. Mm. But um, I don't know. I feel like he's definitely guilty. I don't. Well, maybe the I I understand the Rico thing. Even I understand it because him and these people that worked for him went and and you know what I'm saying they kind of came up with a system to get the to to have these women slash teenagers travel with him. Mm-hmm. So I understand the Rico thing because it's like this is y'all organized this. Even though y'all was just working for Kelly and, and y'all, te- y'all kind of thought y'all was just doing what he said, but really he's fucking with underage children and y'all hiding tapes and hiding child pornography and shit. So mm-hmm. I understand. Because shit, it was one of them that was on the um, Surviving R. Kelly documentary that basically admitted to falsifying papers and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that's the I think that's the dude Mc, McDavid. His last name is McDavid, and I was looking when when I seen him on um. When I seen him on uh, Survivor R. Kelly, I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you admit to all this shit. This shit don't seem like something that you should. Man, it's not conducive to you being a free man. Yeah. <laughs> like, that just don't seem wise for you to do that. I mean, I thought that shit was hella weird, too. Let me see. Let me, Daryl McDavid. Let me see what this nigga looked like because. Cause it was a the dark skin. I'm talking about a dark skin dude. Mm. But uh I can't. Oh, Daryl McDavid is a white dude. Mm. Maybe it's yeah, Daryl McDavid is a white or maybe not white, but he's something. Mulatto. <laughs> but no, the guy that I talk about was. A, was a black guy the one that I'm talking about on the um that's Milton then maybe that is that is Milton. oh no no okay the guy that you talking about I know who you talking about he was saying he was saying some shit about Aaliyah Aaliyah yeah yeah I don't I don't know let me see is that Milton Milton <laughs> I don't know if I made this shit up myself but it was another where that nigga was like Bubba this one no Bubba is one of them one of them. Nickname one of them named people too. Okay, what's this name? His his name better not be Milton Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> his name better not be Milton Bradley, bitch. Playing games. Milton Brown. It's Milton Brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But uh let's see. No, I don't, this not even the guy. Yeah, this is not the guy, girl. Because mm. you we you talking about a dark skinned guy, right? I don't even remember if he was light or dark skinned, but I just remember him being I, I knew he was I know he was black. He was 100 percent you know a black guy, but okay. I just I remember his real nigga. complete she on. I don't remember that, but yeah, but yeah, I don't see how they I really don't see how they not going down. Mm. If you had to guess how many years you think he'll end up getting, R. Kelly, mm-hmm. I think I think did they say the maximum was twenty? Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the one of the 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 racketeering the max was it the max or the minimum? Max or minimum twenty years, and then the other the sex trafficking was ten years. Because mm, I, I was gonna say like around thirty years, yeah. But I don't think they had put them together like that. They mm-hmm. probably do them at the same time, so it'd be twenty years, you know. 
mm. make them run concurrent so they not consecutive but concurrent so they do both charges at the same, at the same time, time. Mm. but yeah um yeah like i said i don't think he i think i think the charges is very just whatever we can get him on ish mm-hmm. you know whatever what what can we make stick let's do that but i i feel like he he is guilty you know what i'm saying yeah. of shit. like he you was fucking with these underage girls and like i heard i don't know if i think it might have been the niece oh y'all got me fucked up it might have been the niece but um you know sparkle niece or whatever mm-hmm. but they were saying how i don't know how i heard it because it was something that they were saying somebody seen her fucking the niece fucking mm. or i don't know if it was on the tape they seen her fucking or whatever because mm. you know, she was the one on the tape or whatever but basically r kelly was just saying that you know yeah like you know basically i trained you know what i'm saying like she was fucking like a grown-ass woman you know what i'm saying mm. not like a 14 year old would fuck you know a 14 year old would fuck like you know laying there probably you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying a 14 year old not gonna be doing moves and tricks and shit like that you know what i'm saying because hopefully they just started fucking i mean not hopefully but a year or two ago they ain't been doing it for five years you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying shit i still gotta get my moves together and i'm 32. okay period <laughs> Ooh, we gonna bleep that out <laughs> <laughs> edit <laughs> but um yeah they just they was just saying how she was how sexual that she was that he was tr- like training her, you mm. know what I'm saying? Like, do this. This is what you do. This how you. That shit. That's the sickening ass part to me. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you basically sound like you kind of tr- tried to create your own sex life. You know. Mm. And I be, I, I, I be not going back and forth with myself, but I be kind of like. It took me a while. I understand it now, but it took me a while to be like, well, why is this just not BDSM? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know. I'm, I'm into that you know what i'm saying and a lot of shit that he, they were saying that he was doing don't sound too far outside of the realm of some bdsm shit. you know what i'm saying if you playing that master and slave role then it might be you need to ask me when to eat you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but this is something that these women consent to you know what i'm saying you can't really do that to a 14 year old 14 year old but if these 18 19 such and such year old those women that's the part where it get a little tricky because it's like if you're 18 19 such as and you're able to consent there there are sexual relationships like this you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like where does you know what i'm saying if if you choke a if you choke somebody you might be that could be seen as attempted murder i guess you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but if i say no i like to be choked when we doing it Rebel consent. Can you still take this person down if I said, no, this is, I wanted that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with the older women and, and you know what I'm saying, that part I'll be confused about because it's just sound like a BDSM relationship. But if you enter a BDSM relationship with a minor, that's probably re- very sick. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Oof. The aura. In R&B, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a fucked up situation. It's really sad that all that talent, you know, is fucked up and, and, and going to waste like that. But, you know, hopefully these women can, you know, get some peace and everything like that. But, 
you know, just be thinking like, damn, you know, you grew up listening to that motherfucker and just not even knowing, you know, like you, you had an idea and you kind of knew, but just not to this extent mm-hmm. as far as like how deep it got with him. So, you know. And then it's the it's the taping the shit for blackmail for me. You know what I'm saying? Not only was it for blackmail, it was for your own personal pleasures, I believe. But mm-hmm. I believe some of that was blackmail. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, I got this tape of you. Don't act up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like nigga, you know you got your t- this tape of yourself, and I'm 16, right? Hello. Yeah, he was a, he was he was too smart for with his dumb ass. <laughs> exactly, and it ain't really that much harder for you to be. You know what I'm saying? In your middle to latter 20s and outsmart a 14-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Or a 16-year-old. That ain't really that hard. You know what exactly. I'm Them niggas was probably in the fucking courtroom looking at that granny-ass old-ass footage and put a fucking VCR tape in that motherfucker. <laughs> looking at that the shit. VCR. Looking at that shit like, this is some bullshit right here. Shit grainy as hell. <laughs> and I never see the whole tape. Every time I see the tape, I just see that bit of him sitting in the chair and then looking at the camera to make sure that the camera can see him. Uh, Man, this shit is so fucking dumb. This nigga sat there and looked at the camera like, all right, make sure, all right, young 14-year-old, come and suck my dick and make sure you look at the camera when you do it. And put your idea. And, <laughs> and, right, and that you got my good side. It's the aura. Like, your ass out of here. And then it's so, for them, okay, we, we this not an episode of Byron Kelly, but for them to, to have not convicted that nigga on the first one is crazy as fuck because for them, the, the question was, well, no, the question didn't end up being if it was R. Kelly or not. The question was, the girl said that it wasn't her. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's one of the technicalities of the law, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was for sure R. Kelly. It was for sure a young-ass bitch in the tape. And it was for sure his house. Right. You know what I'm saying? It had a waterfall in the background. Okay. In the shape of an aura. <laughs> <laughs> We, maybe we'll do because we kind of stayed away from we kind of ain't really touched our kelly shit like that so maybe we'll do like a deep dive you know not no ongoing thing like these motherfuckers been doing on here but like a little deep dive or whatever because that shit just kind of when you when you hear all the facts and shit that make that that uh pie piper shit weird as fuck mm-hmm. i mean because they said that before but i at first i'm like maybe you just didn't know what it meant but no that makes that pie piper shit weird as fuck that makes that chocolate factory shit weird as fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> willy wonka you like mm-hmm. that shit is weird yeah Yeah, very weird, very cringy, but we ain't now with no kid fuckers. Okay. <laughs> He's I, I guess it ain't a legend no more. He's a kid fucker. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Damn, I hate to go from R. Kelly to this inspirational ass shit. Well, no, let's uplift. Let's uplift some more and let's have some non pedophilia conversations. <laughs> Petter ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So our topic this week, we are speaking about and it's kind of was kind of along the lines of what we were saying earlier. Um, we're talking about um Different people in your life bringing different um, aspects of you out. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe, you know, 
different characteristics, good characteristics out about you, or maybe bad too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just certain, certain, I don't know, let's start with friends, you know? Certain friends might bring stuff out of you that certain friends don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where the vibe with this person is different from this one, or you feel like, you know what I'm saying? You know, a you, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, what what do think of one aspect of one of your friends where you like? I know I get this from this person, and um, and they know how to pull this out of me as opposed to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So like, so we're starting with good things first, right? Yeah. Okay. So, um, of course, I could definitely start with you. You know what I mean? As far as who you are as a person, I told you, you always like that angel on my shoulder with a lot of different things as far as like just taking certain things and just not taking it as personal as I normally would. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just like, oh, maybe this person didn't do that and this and stuff. Because, you know, I've said this before on the podcast, I can be a very pessimistic person. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. But just with you and your optimism, it just brings that part out of me and it just kind of gives me a second thought and second look at certain shit that I'm just like, like ugh. Didn't like that shit, wasn't feeling that shit, fuck that shit. Then when I think about you and like, okay, maybe it wasn't meant to be taken that way or maybe it didn't come off that way. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when it comes to people and the shit that they say and do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I just feel like sometimes when certain people are around and then when they're around certain other people, it just kind of get a little bit weird for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, just that whole taking a second look and second thought into things. It just really, it's helped out a lot. You know what I'm saying? And just looking on the brighter side of things and just letting go of some of that, you know, that pessimism, you know? And also with being more comfortable in terms of sexuality. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Yeah. Because, you know, I like how, you know, open and, you know, honest and everything like that you are about your experiences and everything like that. You know, for me, I ain't not doing shit, but I was shh about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't want to discuss it really for real. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But I get real nasty, you know? But mm-hmm. being more comfortable and talking about it, like, in a more comfortable way and just being all right with it, no matter what the reaction may be, you know what I'm saying? I really felt like I gained a lot of that from you because you are really open and honest about that, you know? So I really do admire that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm glad my freakiness has inspired you. <laughs> you the real one I'm inspired. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, okay, so I would say for you, I feel like um I you make me more assertive sometimes, you know, because I am a um and this is a this is a Leo trait too. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna ruffle too many feathers, you know what I'm saying? I just want shit to go smooth and you know what I'm saying, so whatever, I'll deal with it. Then, you know what I'm saying? If I have a problem with something, then then I'll next time I'll avoid that problem, or mm-hmm. I'll avoid where I, you know, what I'm saying, had that problem. And I think you just, you know, excuse me, is some shit not right with your shit? You know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? You feel that something is not to your liking? You're gonna say something? You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna, it's, you're not gonna settle and be like, all right, well, fuck it, I just did it. It's like, no, this shit is not right, and I want my shit right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, I that that has rubbed off on me. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm like, no, it's no reason I just shouldn't have my shit the way I want it. You know right. what I'm saying? And um, 
you know, you just, I ain't gonna say gave me the courage, but you, you know what I'm saying? You kind of just made me feel like this ain't, you know what I'm saying? This ain't bitchy. Or if you feel like it's bitchy, fuck you. But I, it's still going to be mm-hmm. how I want it to be. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that you give me, you, you know what I'm saying? You kind of, you're, you're very assertive. You know what I'm saying? And you are very uh, up front. Like if you got a problem with something, you're going to say it. You know what I'm saying? Um, Period. If you got a problem with something, you, you're probably gonna say it. Or if you know what I'm saying, you got a question about something, you're gonna ask it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Get it from my mama. And so, <laughs> and so, where I would be, I would be. You know what I'm saying? My attitude would be more to just sit back and lie and wait and watch the answer come to me because eventually it will be revealed. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? You like, no, I just couldn't help but ask. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I do just be like, you know. And and that what I take from that is which somebody else um has told me too, that's kind of like face your face the problem head on, you know? And it's just go, go, you you go you go find out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't just wait for the shit to blow up in your face, or you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of it be like, you know what I'm saying, shit. Um it, it could be relationship shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it's like you got a question about whatever activity with a guy and it's like you know and i'm like no i'm just gonna wait to see what happens like girl i don't know how because i would have to ask that nigga you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's like you know you sometimes you gotta meet your problem you gotta go to your problem when you see a problem coming don't wait for it to come to you you gotta go go at that bitch head on you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying because you if you're waiting on it to to come to you you go you're gonna give the problem or whatever is behind it time to, to make a plan and mm-hmm. strategize and you know and and you know what i'm saying can you they're you letting that control the pace of whatever's about to happen mm-hmm. as opposed to you facing that shit head on look the shit gonna happen anyway let's get it out the way now mm-hmm. you know i do get that from you know from you mm-hmm. so basically you make me a bitch oh look at that <laughs> and 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 the thing is that with that you know i've found that especially with shit with men you know what i'm saying with certain shit happening and finding out about certain shit or whatever like that it has been to my detriment because i found out things that i didn't want to find out i had bitches pop up to my house i've had you know what i'm saying shit like that happened but at the end of the day i survived you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so yeah it's gonna be hurtful yeah it's gonna piss you off it's gonna be frustrating you know you're gonna have down moments you may even be a little depressed about it and shit but at the end of the day you you lived mm-hmm. and and you will live mm-hmm. and I you just kind of learned something and learn yeah and probably learned a lot of shit you know mm-hmm. and shit once you just get over that fact and that hurt and shit like that it just kind of be like all right you know what I'm saying this wasn't too bad but this ain't nothing that I really want to do all the time so like how can I you know negate that shit in a way to where it's like okay I can deal with certain shit but what can I do to prevent certain shit as well right. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah I appreciate that though. I appreciate you pretty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. It, so, sorry, my fucking water. The wire on my bra broke. Mm-hmm. Snatch that motherfucker out of there. It's poking me. Oh yeah, it's broke. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how my titties broke the underwire. Mm. But um, so 
this dealing with um my the, the severage of my thumb <laughs> <laughs> dealing with that this weekend um damn i had it and it's you know how i be losing shit that made me okay so dealing with that you know i you know i i kind of cut myself on some real shit. You know what I'm saying? Fuck myself up where mm. the mobility of my thumb is greatly affected, which kind of affects the mobility of my right hand. You mm -hmm. know? Your dominant hand, too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can still move my thumb, but it's restricted right now. And then yesterday, my shit was like, you know how they bandage your shit up together and wrap it up? So it was real restricted yesterday. So, you know, my bae had, you know, he didn't want to drive me to the hospital and shit like that. And, you know, was with me when getting stitched up and all that shit so you know he you know holding me while i'm getting while they putting a big ass shot in my finger and while they stitching me up you know what i'm saying holding my hand and you know what i'm saying just you know, telling me to focus you know what i'm saying don't look at it and, you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. all of that and i was just you know loving all the the bt time and the you know what i'm saying the attention and stuff like that yeah. um you know it, and it felt really good to be comforted you know what i'm saying Especially by, um, you know, a significant other. Yeah, because I'm not used to, usually used to being comforted by a man. You know what I'm saying? I mm. won't say my mom, but I get a touch of comfort from my mom here and there. But I'm not used. I'm definitely not used to being comforted by a man. Mm. Um, you said a mouthful right there, baby. Mm. Mm. Deep dive. But um, yeah, so. You know, I was just kind of, you know, basking in the attention. And I might have played it up a little bit like, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? I might have played it up a little bit. But when we got back home, okay, when we got back home, I say maybe 20 minutes. Because we hadn't ate. We hadn't ate, you know what I'm saying? Because this shit, it happened like uh, the early morning. Not early morning, but like now around noon. So we hadn't really ate or whatever. Left the hospital probably around 3. So we had Nate and shit. He, um, you know what I'm saying? He hit me up like, what we gonna eat? I'm like, you know, I don't know. He like, all right, well, you know, why don't you come get this chicken breast and hook it up or whatever? I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, because I'm thinking normally, all right, cool. So then I thought about it on my way to go get the shit. I'm like, I'm one-handed right I'm gonna say I'm fucked up right now. <laughs> I'm one-handed as fuck right now. You, you know we just left the hospital not an hour ago and I, my hand is bandaged up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I thought about that shit on the way to get the chicken and I'm just like, I think I said something like, you want me to cook chicken, nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> damn, I can't just, can I get this day, you know what I'm saying? Right. To just not have to do shit, you know what I'm saying? And then the way that I cook, I don't really, I don't usually put chicken breast in the oven, you know what I'm saying? I usually, I don't know, cut them up or do some. I'm extra when I cook. You know what I'm saying? So the first thing I'm thinking is cut this shit up and do what with it? So I'm like, I can't even cut. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I probably was catastrophizing it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? I, I, I have one hand. What can I do? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So at first he, I was like, you better figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then I got an attitude. And he like, he like, you want me to you want me to do it? I'm like, no, motherfucker, because if, if you wanted to do it, you would have just, just did it instead did it. of asking me. <laughs> and then he like, well, you want me to um come help you? 
No, because if you wanted to fucking help me, you would have been like, well, I'm gonna help you. You know what I'm saying? Let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, I cut it up, you just put it in there. Or, you yeah. Know, season it, you put it in there. Yeah. So I had an attitude. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really had an attitude. Like, what the fuck? I can't just. I can't just chill, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I'm all, I'll go all out with the dramatic, you know what I'm saying? I made the shit, it was good. I'm like, yeah, I call that one-hand chicken. You know what I'm saying? Just stupid shit like that. But when it was all, no, not when it was all over, when I was making the shit, he had called me again, basically like, you know, you sure? Why you got an attitude? He was like, why you got an attitude? And I'm, I'm going to be like, because you got me making fucking chicken and... You know what I'm, I'm saying? sans one hand right yeah. now. Yeah, and I'm, I just feel like it's a little bit insensitive. I just got out the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? I, I was like, I was like, I really just did not feel like making no chicken. But I mean, fuck it. I guess I'm doing it now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he like, I mean, I can make it. I told you I come, I come get it and make it. I'm like, no, that's okay. I'm doing it now. You know what I'm saying? So during that talk, it ended up being. I started off with. I'm pissed the fuck off that you got me making this shit. And you know what I'm saying? This just happened to me. And to I so I went from that point to my ending point was I'm just gonna put on my big girl panties and figure out how to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it still had a twinge of I'm pissed off in there, mm-hmm. but end up being to me where it was just like, um, you know, just you're not dead. You still have your hand. You still have the left hand. You know what I'm saying? You can figure out how to wash this chicken off and season it and throw it in an oven. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or you can you can figure out how to, you know what I'm saying, do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not it's not like you don't I don't have two hands, you know what I'm saying? Or both of my hands are profusely bleeding and you know, you know. Yeah. So it was just like you're not you're not dead, you know what I'm saying? And it was kind of like what don't kill you make you stronger you know yeah but if he would have allowed me to just you know sit back i probably would have been in the bed with a cold towel on my head <laughs> and with a thermometer hanging out my mouth like uh, <laughs> but he didn't he didn't allot me that time so i could you know what i'm saying it's kind of mm-hmm. like bitch you gotta suck this shit up and go on with regular life as normal mm-hmm. you know but it did piss me so you had uh, pulled a lesson out of that? Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I was just like, you know, because I know I can be dramatic sometimes. Okay. Only the strong survive, <laughs> dead-ass, this weekend, okay? <laughs> so I was like, okay. You, that's what he said. He was like, what don't kill you make you stronger. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah, but I'm like, you Beanie Seagull as hell. You hard on a bitch. God damn. <laughs> hard on a broad. Mm-hmm. Shit, we, we could order some motherfucking catfish. Okay, at this point, say, you just want some chicken, nigga. Right. Some Jaybirds, you know, they got the bake rotisserie. Every they got any type of chicken you need in that bit. <laughs> but I know, I know that if it was if it was not him, either somebody else would have babied me and let me do that, or I would have been I would have been avid about I can't do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Could have waited at least a couple hours after you got to the hospital. Damn, you yeah. gotta get to the hospital ten minutes ago. Like, all right, bleeding stop. <laughs> Don't get no blood on my counter. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I still feel. I feel. I feel a little ways about it too. But <laughs> I understand his. I understand his sentiment and um, where where he was going with it. You know. Yeah. It's like kind of just all right. 
you, you, you that happened to you, but you're not dead. Get up and go about your business. It's normal. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, no, you are the... <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> <laughs> but can you think of... So can you think of a bad trait? Well, no, let's go to a good trait that a gentleman caller might have pulled out of you. Um, some sensitivity I could definitely think of. You need a man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, definitely some sensitivity and just kind of a. From a man? What you mean? Some sensitivity out of, pull, out of me. Out of, you, okay. out of me, yeah. yeah. Um, cause you know, like again, you know, with the assertiveness and shit like that, you know, that could kind of be a thing and be an issue and stuff. But when I start to see like you do a little cute shit or you having like that vulnerability and stuff, one, I just think it's really cute. Like, oh, that was vulnerable and cute. Mm-hmm. And I get to a point where I'm comfortable to, to kind of be that way as well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of puts certain shit to the side. Like, okay, I, this asshole did this to get on my nerves, but it was cute when he did X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So definitely sensitivity is just something that I think we all end up getting, you know, when we, it depends upon who the nigga is. But, you know, once you kind of start dealing with a guy or whatever, just pull that little sensitive side of him. Like, like, okay, you want you want me to do this? Let me do that. You know, I can nurse you back to health and shit. Because, you know, I am pretty decent at, you know what I'm saying, like taking care of folks and shit like that. And, like, you know, when people have certain shit and ailments and shit and things like that going on, you know, I've noticed that, like, when shit like that, has happened or whatever, I've been able to at least been of some assistance in getting them back. You know what I'm saying? To health. It's a health, Up yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, 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 I guess that nourishing side, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have any kids and shit like that, so it's kind of like that little nourishment is just not a side of myself that I see real often. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So a guy has pulled that nourishing side out of you? Definitely. And it wasn't, you know, all bad and everything. You know, sometimes I getting my feelings and everything like that. And I'd be like, yeah, that was cute. You know, and I had a little right. moments or whatever and me thinking about it. But I definitely enjoy that. And I definitely don't mind being that way. Yeah. I'm, that's good. And I think that's, a man should pull that out of you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that's good. Um, I probably would say the same thing. I probably would say maybe um, vulnerability. Yeah. You know, vulnerability. Because I'm not, I'm just not a vulnerable person like that or mm-hmm. I, I can't be sensitivity is kind of it's easier for me to show sensitivity towards a guy than vulnerability mm-hmm. you know but um but yeah um I, vulnerability you know what I'm saying because you know I'm the what what's 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 can What's what's uh thug mistress? Yeah, I'm like a thug mistress. You know what I'm saying? So uh thug mistress. <laughs> so yeah, that makes me feel good. What about something? I'm gonna start with the man. What about this is probably be easier? Something bad that a man has brought out of you. Ooh. Anger, displeasure, discomfort. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is not this is not a bash the niggas episode, but it ain't. <laughs> um, no. Um, one for sure would be 
insecurity. Mm. Damn. And, you know, a lot of that is with you just pointing out certain things about me that, one, I either noticed about myself and it wasn't a big deal, or two, I didn't realize I did. And you bring that up, whether either, either it's a problem, something you noticed, or something that might just be weird or off to you. Mm-hmm. Definitely pulling out that insecurity, especially when it's something that we're talking about and we arguing about and they're able to prove that I did it. You know what I'm saying? They're just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, so you can't oh. refute it. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> so that's definitely one of the big things too. And then a lot of things could just be insecurity as far as shit that you may say or do or think or habits and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like um, we were discussing and you know me and like a you know particular gentleman caller or whatever were you know talking about like taking the trash out and everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like when he came out or whatever like that, you know, I knew the trash needed to go out and shit like that. But I purposely waited until they came by and asked them to do it just because I wanted them to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when they came by or whatever, they made a comment like, so you just been letting the trash sit here for days? Is that what, is that what this is? Like, oh, some trifle ass bitch type shit or whatever like mm-hmm. that. Like that. I don't even know if they see how you meant it, but that's just how I took it or whatever. I'm just like, don't. Don't come at me like that. Like, I'm just a dirty ass bitch. Like, don't do that. Don't do just the trash. Right. They can be fucking taken out. Can you, you do can. it? And if you can't do it and, and shut the fuck up, I don't want to hear all that. You right. know what I'm saying? But just be like little shit like that. Just be like, no, don't, 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 don't play right. me like that. Right. Don't play fucking crazy. So mm. that was just one of the things I could think of, like right offhand. But it just be a lot of different things. So, like, it, you would just say certain shit and it'd just be like, damn. Okay. Yeah. Be stinging you a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Okay, so I have the same answer, but it's on a different aspect, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I would say, too, um, men bring out my insecurities, but I don't I don't know what my issue is yet, but I when I feel like when I feel like my position is being threatened mm. or Maybe not even, yeah, or if there's a potential, if I can, if I see a potential threat, like maybe it's not a threat not right now, but I can see this going somewhere in the future or, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. some type of threat to my position or my relationship, then I I go into a downward spiral of insecurity. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You honing in on the threat? Yeah, like, and 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 I, um, and I might not even be honing. The, the fucked up part about that is that I, I, I see that I done kind of talked myself into the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see where I have, I can I can identify the path where I started going downhill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so one, let's say I had a fight with my man one week. And so for this whole week, I noticed that it, everything, I was just like... Uh, uh, what the fuck? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he had took my um our, our living arrangement now kind of is kind of like we we stay really close. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he used my car to like go to the gas station or something. And so then he was coming back from the gas station. I happened to be at the door, at my door looking out of it. So when he come back from the gas station, 
I see him walk past my door, but he on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And he don't really say nothing to me, but I'm I'm looking like you you know you gonna give me my keys. Not like that, but like I'm where's you coming to give me my? I'm thinking maybe you coming to give me my keys right back. You know what I'm saying? But he was going to his abode. You know. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I'm like, and when he came to give me the keys, it looked like he had hung up the phone. So I'm like, who is you just on the phone with? Uh oh. You know what I'm saying? Uh oh. And so he said something like nobody or you know what i'm saying something like that or you know no either nobody or his daughter or he wasn't just on the phone something and so then i'm like yeah okay you know what i'm saying mm. like so it was just like but it was something that happened before that and so now everything you know what i'm saying it could be the littlest thing but it's like you know what i'm saying mm. now i'm every time you i'm looking over your shoulder extra hard you know what i'm saying who mm. is that and i'm asking you know what i'm saying or i'm like where you going? You know what I'm saying? You about to leave? Where you going? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I seen, and then he had said something along. I was like, well, damn, like, am I on probation? You know what I'm saying? So in my head, I'm like, I had to, I, I had to check myself and identify that. I'm like, you know what? You, I, I see what's happening. And you know what I'm saying? You might've seen something that you don't like. And now everything is just, you, you just questioning everything. You know what I'm saying? And that might not be okay, you know what I'm saying? It, it might be. It's not. I, I'm I'm not against doing an investigation at all. Yeah. I'm pro investigation, but I could just. I knew that where my mindset was at and where that put me at, I'm gonna find the negative. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to find the negative. I'm I'm gonna search for it and I'm gonna find it. If it ain't negative, I'm gonna make it negative. Mm. So I had to, you know what I'm saying, kind of change my thinking. Like, you are going to torpedo this shit. I could see myself going and spiraling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see it. You know what I'm saying? Where, whereas, because then I would be like, okay, so then that that didn't happen. Then, so then I'm like, oh, I ain't heard from this nigga in 26 minutes. What the fuck is you doing? Mm. You, I ain't never not heard from you in 26 minutes. What's going on? Ooh. Really? You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm like, I know that this this is gonna go there. You know what I'm saying? So I think I, I got that I got that episode together. I got that episode together. But I noticed that usually I would be like, no, I just got a funny feeling, and that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I you know you made me think a certain way, but now I can identify when I get into either high stress situations or I may perceive something to be, and it's just my perception of it. There's no facts or nothing. It's just my perception. I'm going to take it to where it's, you know. Yeah. Mm. So that's a bad, that's a bad one. But like, how do you, you know, negate that? Is that just something that you just have to do shadow work on? Or do you think that particular person is accountable as well for those feelings? Or do I think certain shit, the, the stuff that I was... The stuff that I was getting mad about at that time, maybe the first, the first thing that he did that sparked this um, insecurity binge, the first thing he did maybe was valid. You know what I'm saying? But like the things that followed, it was just me pulling stuff from the first thing and validating everything after that didn't uh, and all of that shit did not technically deserve validation you know Mm. what i'm saying so 
he might have been, I can't remember exactly what it was, but he might have been wrong for the first thing that sparked it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I was just catastrophizing everything afterwards for it to fit in the narrative that I wanted it to, you yeah. know? And so I had to, it took, you know what I'm saying? It was snapped me out of it when he was like, damn, am I on probation? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm like, fuck, I don't, I can see, I can see that that would be an issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you feel like, damn, bitch, you don't trust me like that. So you just going to be all over my fucking ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can see that just being in a relationship ender. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I just kind of had to, that is what snapped me out of it. And I was like, okay, let me, yeah, I am. I feel, I feel this way about this. I feel this way about this. And then I'm like, okay, but why do I, I then I had to, I got, I don't know if that's called shadow work or whatever, but I'm like, okay, so why do I feel like this is this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is it because you have concrete evidence? No. It's, you know what I'm saying? You you feel this way. You're already feeling at this peak right here. you already here. So it's not going to take you long to get from here to here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I had to identify, okay, you, you, you're you in this space because you're in this mindset. If you weren't in this mindset to begin with, you wouldn't be going down to this point. Right. Thank you. So, yeah. Hmm. But I felt grown up realizing that, though. You know what I'm saying? And that is a part of shadow work. That is something that you could do and that you realizing the problem and doing something to correct it. That's, mm-hmm. that's a part of it. You're working on you. So, yeah, definitely. Bravo, bravo. Some snaps, some circles. Growth. Growth. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to take it back to a, a just like a regular friendship, too. Mm-hmm. Um, about to say a bad trait? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it, it's not necessarily this person's fault and everything like that, but it's just how they live life and what's going on around them and how they're used to dealing with certain shit and the shit that happens. But there is someone that just brings the somber sad side out of me. It's mm. just always an issue. Always something wrong. Always something amiss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a lot of times when we speak, I say about a good 80% of the time, something had happened. Something that went wrong. It had been a death. It had been a hospitalization. It had been a sickness. It had been a decision that got to be made, but it's generally either this decision that you make is going to be bad. It's all fucked up. It's negative. Ah, 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 mm-hmm. State of the world. You know what I'm saying? It's dramatics. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the last conversation, one of the last conversations that we did have, you know, in the last couple, you know, we're very pleasant. It wasn't a lot of that, but they still found the way to slide it in there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They just bring the somber sadness. I don't mean it's just like, damn. I get it. A lot of this is their life, so it's never an issue for them to vent to me and get that out. But I just be noticing certain shit like, damn, you know what I'm saying? This person has an issue, and it's just always sad. It's just always bad. It just be like, I want them to see more of the positive side of shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And a lot of the times it's hard to do that, but I just want that to be a a trait or something like that that them that they can work on because you know they do say that if you expect some bad shit to happen and it does happen, then you disappoint it twice. Right. You know what I'm saying? As opposed mm-hmm. to if you look at the good, the positive outcomes, and some bad happens, you only disappoint it once. Mm-hmm. You know. I just want her to kind of work on that. But I just think it would just be better and healthier, you know, for her in general. And just for the people around her, you know? So I just yeah. be kind of like sad and depressed and then get me thinking about shit and 
putting the what ifs in my head and the this could be me or that could happen to me. You know what I'm saying? It just gets me real down, sad, depressed. Mm-hmm. I just be like, damn. Let me have a drink. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. it's like bring you down somewhere you don't want to be. Real. Mm-hmm. I gotta take a gotta take a drink break, but yeah. yeah. Definitely that. What about you? I was trying to think of some, but I don't think I can. Um, cause I was trying to find an example of like somebody that I get together with and I just drink crazy or something and I do mm-hmm. irresponsible shit. But I don't really have that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, nobody around you is just super irresponsible and you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, to put me in bad situations. It put you in no shit. Yeah. Which is a good thing. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of ideally what it's supposed to be. But, you know, you connect with certain people and shit like that. Like, no, I fuck with this person, but. They be having me in some shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't think it's um, anything like that. I do have a friend, however, that, um, let me see. Okay, so I think she, I don't know how to describe the effect that she has on me, but so it'll be some stuff. Okay, let's say if something Let's say something. I'm telling her about something adverse that happened to me and explain her the situation. She she'll kind of be like she'll kind of ask me like you didn't do this. What? Why did you? You know, and be like I kind of I can't believe that you didn't. You know what I'm saying? Or I would have such you know kind of like that and kind of um you know um I don't know. It kind of leads me to believe that my actions in the situation weren't correct or that I'm being too lenient, you know what I'm saying, on a on a problem or something. But it feels forced upon me. I feel I feel kind of attacked, you know what I mean? Mm. As opposed to offering um an alternative like um dang or or really like Offering an alternative to like, dang, you could have, you could have did this and blah 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 would have happened, just on some shit. Damn near like, you better than me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which really means you a weak ass motherfucker if you ask me. You know? Mm. So it's, I think it's that criticism of, it's that criticism of, um, you you didn't do this. You didn't do this the right way, or if I was you, I would have did this. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, it feels attacky as opposed to I'm offering help, support, yeah, yeah, help and support is it just mean is it just it's just I don't know, and it it might be her really just trying to understand, Mm -hmm. you know, but to me it comes off as. What the fuck were you thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, shit, I think it's some lessons and shit like that that you could take out of that as well. You know what I mean? I could take lessons out of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I be feeling like I didn't come for, to you for that. Yeah and, yeah, and I did what the fuck I did. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want you to make me feel bad about what I did. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You but, can, okay. you can, you can offer your opinion. You know what I'm saying? Let me get it from that way, but but don't just shoot down 
the way I handled the shit or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or whatever, you know? Yeah. And, and that's where the lesson would come in at because that's where you get on your motherfucking high horse and be like, bitch, I said what I said mm-hmm. and I did what the fuck I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter right. how you feel about it, good, bad, or indifferent, this is my situation. I'm coming to you and yeah, you're going to handle it a different way because you, you bitch and I'm me. Right. So right. whatever the fuck I did, I'm standing 10 toes on that shit and that's the lesson. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... And then, you know, just at the same time, too, I'm noticing, and, you know, I've dealt with this, you know, with a large majority of my friends. Their intentions are good. It's just their articulation is bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're not able to articulate what they may be feeling or how they're trying to be there for you in the best way. So it may be just like, no, I'm just saying that just to, you know, let you know for next time, this is how I would handle the shit. And I just think that's the better way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you're saying it like that, when I'm telling you this and I'm reliving it as I'm telling you, I'm emotional and I don't want to hear it in that way. So, you know what I'm saying? Maybe say it a different way type shit or, you know what I'm saying? Just come at me a little bit different. But, right. you know, again, it can it can be something taken from from it from that angle as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, well, I ain't like the way you said it or whatever, but let me not completely overlook the message. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because I don't like the delivery. But, you know, like I said... You did what the fuck you did, and what you did may have been perfect in that time. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And even if it wasn't, it's a learning experience. You live, you got through it, and life goes on. Right. You know? And my baby, I ain't about to argue. I just finished arguing with whatever the issue I'm bringing you to. Right. I'm not about to argue with you about what the fuck I did. How I handled the issue. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Any, um,. You got any um, final words, any follow-up to this conversation? Um, um, you- I just want to talk about, you know, encouragement and everything like that. Um, and this is, you know, at the end of the day, even with the, you know, good and bad traits, I noticed that everybody that I'm around are very encouraging. You know, they're very encouraging and they do give me courage and I do feed off their courage and energy as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? From like you to my other homegirls, you know what I'm saying? Coworkers are just people that, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm really big and I feed off of energy. You know what I'm saying? So when I see certain things, you know what I'm saying, that's happening or that's going on or whatever that, you know, is a bad and negative thing in their life, even if they're, you know, negative about the situation or even if they, you know, kind of bring the mood down, quote unquote, or whatever like that they handle that shit and they face that shit head on. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that that is a good trait that I believe that, you know what I'm saying, pretty much all of my friends have. And I could just really commend them for that. You know, no matter how bad it is, no matter how somber it may get, no matter, you know what I'm saying, what, you know, I may feel about it, the fact that they take it on head on, I feel like that's a good trait that I could just kind of pick out of all of my friends and just mm-hmm. get a little bit of that energy as well. So, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I like the encouragement part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say, you know, coming from where I am in my life, um, as far as a relationship thing, and not even just, I'm not going to say just relationship, but friendships too. Mm-hmm. But this made me think about this coming from a relationship, you know, standpoint, but this 100% applies to friendships as well. Mm-hmm. People and look for this. Look for the people who bring the best out of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
if you if 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 you get with that person and y'all get kind of ignorant, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be fun at that point, but then you know what I'm saying, when you look back at it the next day, you might be like, damn, I acted a damn fool. Yeah. You know, or you know what I'm saying, with somebody you be arguing with constantly and y'all be turning up like, yeah, y'all cool the next day, but it's like I hate when I act like that. You know what I'm saying? I be hating to argue with this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or y'all might fight somebody together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we whoop that bitch ass, but I'm too old for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, you look for people that bring the best out of you and be paying attention to the people that bring the worst out of you. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, you should feel like you are at your best you know, in a relationship with somebody and in, in a friendship with somebody, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You you shouldn't get a bad feeling. Because I've, I've had that before where it was like me being around this friend. I get a bad feeling. I don't really want to be around you. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I still have this friend. You know what I'm, I still have this friend. You know what I'm saying? It was at that point they were going through something. But it was it was just like... It's just this being around you don't feel good, you know. Mm. And I'm I don't feel like I take away any good times when I am around you. It's it's bringing me down, you know. Mm. But like I said, that friend I'm still friends with now, and it's completely turned around now. But it was a dark stage for yeah, that person, so that's why they were like that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you know, as far as relationship for me is what I'm speaking out speaking about look for people who bring the best out of you. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And, or, you know what I'm saying, might push you to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, be a better person. Might push you to be a better person, you know? And uh, you can sense that that somebody is pushing you to be a better person and it's um, and it might be um, advantageous to you or it might be working when you kind of resist to it a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm. Like when it's like, I'm used to doing this the way that, you know what I'm saying? This is how I do shit. I, I ain't really trying to hear that shit you're talking about. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But it might be to, to some benefit to you, yeah. you know? And it could, like they say, growing pains. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, some, it's not comfortable to grow, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like the, this person might bring the best out of you, but it don't feel, it might not feel good getting it there you know mm-hmm. but yeah that's what i you know wanted to say to pay attention pay attention to the people who who do bring the best out of you yeah for sure i 100 percent agree and who don't who bring it who bring the worst out of you mm-hmm. and i think I, I find myself too a person that i feel like either may bring out the worst or somebody that i just don't get a good vibe with or a good feeling with or you know just any of that they just naturally kind of find their way out. out of my life. You know what I'm saying? They just kind of find their way out of there. Really just be, you know what I'm saying? Somebody that I don't get good, you know, feelings from or whatever. You know, and I've had those sort of relationships and just kind of built them with people that, you know, and a lot of my friendships do come from like work and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So a large percent, of, you know what I'm saying, of the people that I still like talk to and kick it with or whatever like that are from like previous jobs and shit like that. But I'll think about those jobs and no in those times I've had at those jobs. And I'll think about the people that I'm still in contact with and that I fuck with, whether it be lightweight or heavyweight, and then the people that I had the same bond with at that job and that I just don't fuck with at all. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? 
So yeah, they just always yeah. find a way to just kind of like fade out. You know, it don't be no necessarily no beef or anything like that. But it's just as time went on, you realize this ain't the move. Yeah, maybe this thing it ain't it. You know, mm-hmm. it be like that. Yeah, enriching, very enriching. Yeah, yeah. Let's sit on that. Let's get into some uh, black business. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hillary. (laughs) Sensitive ass bullfinger. Third of a thumb. (laughs) Okay, y'all. So this week's black busyness is a place called. Uh-uh. Why are they coming up on the Google? Uh-oh. It's a place called Hibachi Go. So, it, uh, I think she said they opened up like five weeks ago because I was talking to the girl in there because, you know, they just opened up five weeks ago. And oh, I didn't know it was just, that new. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, it has, uh, as of right now, it has 4.4 stars. So, that's pretty good. Um, But, you know, it's self-explanatory. It's hibachi. You know what I'm saying? It's very good hibachi. Uh, Well, I enjoyed enjoyed mine. It was, uh, what did I have? I had, like, salmon with rice and noodles. Um, And it was good. It wasn't, it wasn't, um, I didn't feel like they was trying to crack me over the head with the price. And, you know, it was real tasty. And it was black-owned. You know what I'm saying? So... If you want to check out Hibachi Go, guys, their address is 2185 East 8 Mile Road, and that's in Warren, Michigan. Um, like I said, I, I do say that their food was pretty good, and um, they are black-owned. And let me see if I can um, find their Instagram. I don't think that's it. Uh, maybe they don't have an Instagram yet or something, but I can't find it. But I gave you the address, and you know what I'm saying? If you Google it, you know they, they are, they're an actual business with a storefront. So, you know, you'll, you'll, be able to, you'll be able to see them. It's called Hibachi Go. Okay. Look them up. All right, Hibachi. Go, 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 go. And it was good. Okay. Do you have something positive or enriching that you can give us? Oh yeah, definitely. Other than leaving little girls alone, it's like no, I'm playing. Okay, <laughs> leave little girls alone. Okay, but listen, and you know we could definitely reiterate on this every single day, every single time, baby. <laughs> but um. And this is probably going to be like some little goofy shit or whatever like that. But just don't forget where the fuck you park at, okay? <laughs> <laughs> don't forget where the fuck you park at because you know I, I told you I had you know I spent the weekend on the town and shit like that, and you know with my homegirls and everything. When you come out of a club or you come out of a place of you know hanging and kicking it and shit like that, knowing where the fuck you park will make all of the difference. Because what you don't want to be is two drunk bitches at Look two o'clock in the morning. Looking for your car in the parking lot, 
Yeah. And y'all both just dumb as hell, thinking that the car got stolen, but then it's really just on the other side of the fucking lot. Right, yeah. And then you don't want to walk in a big dumbass circle twice, thinking that you didn't look everywhere that you could look, and the car's on the whole other side. So, you know, we was just out and everything like that, and I guess just with my homegirl and her past experience with cars in the last, like, month or two just have not been the greatest. You know, we went for, like, from, like, issues with, like, renting cars to accidents to getting the car fixed. There's been a bunch of drama and shit like that, and then just with, like, the particular car that she rented has just, it's been a large, like, issue as far as, like, the amount and percentage of these particular cars getting stolen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just going into the place and everything like that. It was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bitch, don't forget where you parked it. I'm like, hey, hey, yeah, I ain't look. She's like, shit, I ain't look either. We'll find it, though. Okay, cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come back out, probably walking around about a good 20 minutes, mm. looking for the car. Mm. Then went down to the place where the guy, uh, you know, let you in at the booth and shit like that. Like, listen, we think the car missed it or whatever like that. This is more so her, because I, I told her, I'm like, I'm pretty sure... Well, we'd have been downtown. We'd have been on the east side. We have parked our cars in some of the most dark and desolate, seediest, hood ass fucking places, and they've been fine. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Ain't nobody stole this car off this busy ass parking lot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So after a good walk around there, and the girl pulling out of the parking lot with just so happened the same exact car that she had, and us being drunk and shit like that, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh. she don't say she like. Is this bitch driving? I'm like, she driving out of this parking lot casual as hell and got like two kids in the back. Right. I'm pretty sure she didn't steal the car. Let's go and just try to look for the car or whatever. And we asking the guy and shit like that. And he like, you know, I ain't seen shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't no fucking help. I'm like, well, he not security. He's just the attendant letting people in the garage. He's not to do shit. Well, let's get some cameras. Let's do this. And I'm like, that car's in here. So after some more walking around, finally find the car or whatever. After she accused the girl of stealing the car twice and shit like that. I'm like, yeah, I don't think she stole the car, even though the car looked just like yours. Then after further inspecting the car, the fucking car had like six dents in that shit. I'm like, yeah, no, this is not your car or whatever. Because she was just convinced that this girl had stole the car or whatever. She like, oh, so you said she did steal my car. Hold on. I'm like, uh-uh. No. She stole my car. The car is not stolen. So after more walking around and us figuring out. Yeah, we lost the car, yo. For real. Like, figuring out. I'm like, I think we on the wrong-ass side. I don't even remember this wall looking like this. It was a bright-ass yellow paint on the wall that I just didn't remember seeing. I'm like, I think we on the whole wrong side. So after we finally, you know, gathered our bearings and shit like that, found the car, but keeping up where you parked it is very, very, very important. Yeah. Okay? So don't be two young ladies out on the town at night wandering around in the dark. Well, we weren't technically in the dark, but don't be two bitches riding around not remembering where you parked. Always remember where the hell you park. Write mm-hmm. it down. Write G, um, lot G, uh, row two, spot three, whatever the hell it is. Take a picture of the closest corner car something. street. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that could possibly save your life, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You just never know. You gotta get the fuck on. Psh, psh, gotta go. Yeah, you need to know where your car is. Ho, ho, gotta go. So, yeah. tip, always remember where you parked. Tip also, even though if you're too far from your car, it's not gonna work, use that panic button. Oh, right. Use that panic button. Sound that bitch off mm-hmm. so, you can, so you can see if you can hear it and go to it. Yep. Yes, ma'am. Because with our dumbasses, I think we had probably walked around the car maybe, you know what I'm saying, uh-huh. at a point even. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think it was, we were just on the wrong side. But mm-hmm. Always remember where you're parked. That's a good tip. Okay. That's a good tip. There's someone with a Very me. important. Yeah. Yes. 
yes, yes. Take a picture. And especially if you're in a parking structure, take a picture, like you said, of the zone. Mm-hmm. Take a picture of that shit, for real. Okay. Um, well, we have come to um, the close of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, please hit us up on all platforms. Send us an email at gmail. It's delicatedominance at gmail.com. And that's for all of your advice and needs and just chatter and, you know, things like that. You want to send us some important information, that would be the place you can do so. Mm-hmm. Also, you can hit us up on Instagram, which is a Dale Dime Podcast, D-L-D-O-M-M-E Podcast. Follow us, um, interact with us, comment, like shit, share shit. Okay. Shit, shit. Yes, and of course, you can always do that as well on the official Twitter page, Delicate Dominance Twitter page. Handle is it, <laughs> Delicate Dom Paul. P-O-D. All right. Um, so, okay, girl, we we out of here. Wrapping up this special uh, 81 edition Terrell Owens <laughs> episode. <laughs> and it's, it's a a one-handed auto here. Oh, <laughs> and a sniffly queen pee. Aww. We handicap y'all. Oh, it's decrepit. Well, we still came, and it was has been the delicate dominance podcast. Mwah. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you for listening. Cripple and all. <laughs> <laughs>